friends, my name is Bob Kroll, and this is With All Your Heart Podcast. It's a great day to be alive. In this podcast, we will talk about things like marriage and family, masculinity, fatherhood, the Catholic faith. We want to talk about these things so that we can live with all our hearts. Today is Sunday, September 13th. 2020. And as we always do, I would like to begin with the prayer that Jesus taught us, the Our Father. Let us begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. St. Joseph, patron of a happy death, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So in the past, I've given talks to boys in the eighth grade. Before they move on to their high school years, I want to ground them in their Catholic faith. I want them to understand the truth of the Catholic faith. I don't want them to ever leave their Catholic faith. As a young man moves into his high school years, into his college years, into adulthood, there's going to be a lot of challenges, a lot of temptations to leave the Catholic faith. You'll be confronted by non-Catholics who mean well, but they will try to persuade you to leave your Catholic faith. They will say that the Catholic Church is wrong, that the Catholic Church is evil in some cases. They will even state that. It's happened to me. We don't want that to happen. And so I like to give this talk to ground them in their faith and talk about the truth of the Catholic Church, the one holy Catholic and apostolic church, the church that Jesus Christ himself founded, the only true church in the universe. So what I'm going to do is break up this talk into three different podcasts, parts one, two, and three. So yes, I give this talk to eighth graders, but I think this is a great way to learn about your faith, even if you are an adult. Uh, this would be great. If there's any dads out there listening, share these podcasts with your son or your kids. And I think they'll learn a lot from them. And I think it will help reinforce what you've been teaching them, what they've been learning in catechism class, uh, if they go to Catholic schools, what they've been learning. And I think it's always good to hear about the Catholic faith from different sources, so this podcast or from books or from videos on the Catholic faith, all of these things are great to teach your children and for you yourself to know more about your Catholic faith through these different sources. So thank you for listening today. And I highly recommend sharing this. Like I said, if you're a dad, sharing this with your kids. You know, one of the most important things that you can own is a catechism of the Catholic Church. I have my personal one, the green, the big green hard-covered book, and then there's the soft-covered book. That one has a white cover, usually. Hey, I think if you're Catholic, you should own a catechism of the Catholic Church. You know what? I even think that if you're not Catholic, you should own a catechism of the Catholic Church. So you become Catholic! But today, I am also going to be speaking from the Baltimore Catechism, that catechism from a few decades ago, which is actually very simple. It's in a, it's in a question-and-answer format. So... Let's start off with this question. Why were we created? We were created to know, love, and serve God in this world so that we can be happy with him forever 
in heaven. Let me ask you this. What is the one thing that every single human being on earth that has lived, is living, or will live, what is the one thing we are all searching for? The answer is happiness. We all want to be happy. When we are happy, we feel good. When we are sad, when we are scared, when we are hurting, it doesn't feel good. We are searching for happiness. And there is only one way that this desire can be fulfilled, and that is to be with God in heaven forever. And God has given us the means to attain this everlasting happiness. Let me pull out of the, uh, the big Catechism of the Catholic Church. This is paragraph 1024. It says that heaven is the ultimate end and fulfillment of the deepest human longings, the state of supreme, definitive happiness. Wouldn't you love to be happy every second of every moment of your being, of your existence? Well, heaven is that fulfillment of that desire for complete happiness. My talk that I've given to these eighth graders is called Priority One. The number one priority that we have in our life, it is to get to heaven so that we can attain this happiness which we so deeply desire. It's not going to be easy, though. There's going to be some challenges. So in this first podcast, we're going to focus on how we can get to know God. There's a story I want to share with you. It's about uh, St. Francis of Assisi. The story goes like this. He was in prayer and he asked Jesus to allow him to hear the music of heaven. Well, Jesus told Francis that you have no idea what you are asking because if you were to hear, Francis, if you were to hear the music of heaven, you would die. Well, Francis insisted that he hear maybe at least just one note of the music from heaven. So fine, Jesus granted his request and Francis awoke from his coma a few days later. Isn't that an amazing story? That's how wonderful heaven is. We can't even handle heaven as sinful humans here on earth. But when we attain heaven, we will have attained perfection. Be perfect as my heavenly father is perfect, like Jesus says. So once we reach that perfection, then we can handle all this wonderful music and everything that will be so gloriously beautiful in heaven. St. Paul, in his first letter to the Corinthians, chapter 2, verse 9, says this about heaven. He says, What no eye has seen, nor ear heard, nor the heart of man conceived, what God has prepared for those who love him. We can't even conceive the beauty of heaven. We can't understand how wonderful it will be. There are stories that I've read about people who've had near-death experiences where they go through the tunnel, they see the light, and it's God. And then they come back to earth. So many of them talk about not wanting to go back to their human body back on earth because they've tasted love. They've tasted that incredible happiness and that deep, incredible, infinite love of God. And they don't want to go back. I believe these stories from people who have had these near-death experiences that heaven is so amazing and the love of God, just being in the presence of God, is something they never want to leave. And it's true for those in purgatory, too. They get a taste of God on their judgment day when they die, and they have to go to purgatory for a little while. And that separation from God, 
just for that time that they're in purgatory, they, that is their deepest sorrow, their deepest suffering is just that separation from the love of God. Friends, you were made for heaven. I was made for heaven. We are made for heaven. That's why God created us in the very first paragraph of the big catechism of the Catholic Church. It says that in a plan of sheer goodness, God freely created man to make him share in his own blessed life. God wants us to be with him to share in his blessed life. You know, when we're blessed, when a priest blesses us or when we bless ourselves with holy water, what we're doing, we're asking for good things to come to us and we're asking for bad things to stay away from us. That's what a blessing is. And when all bad things are gone forever and all good things are with us forever, that's heaven. That is sharing in God's blessed life. And failure is not an option. If we fail to get to heaven, we lose everything because there is, unfortunately, an alternative, and that is hell. You don't want to spend eternity in hell. Hell is real. Demons are real. The devil is real. And the devil is prowling about seeking the ruin of our souls. And we will die someday and we will meet God and he will give us whatever we want. God has given us a powerful gift, the gift of free will. We can choose to love him. We can choose to love our neighbors or we can choose not to love God and not to love our neighbors. Whatever we chose in this life, he will give to us. Did we choose heaven? Did we choose hell? My friends, this is serious. This is serious stuff. But we don't need to be afraid because God gave us everything we need to get to heaven. Most importantly, through his son, Jesus, who died for our sins and opened up heaven for us. And through his life on earth, taught us how we should live our lives in order to spend eternity with the Holy Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and all the angels and saints. Oh, if we only knew how much God loves us, how deeply he wishes us to choose him to be with him forever. Have you ever heard that saying that God can do anything? Well, I've got some news for you. He can't do everything. He can't force us to love him. If you love someone, you want them to love you back, right? Can you force that person to love you? No, they have to make a decision to love you back. If you force that person to love you, it's really not love, is it? God loves us infinitely, and we have a decision to make. At some point in our lives, we make the decision to love God. We want to get to heaven. And like I said, it's not going to be easy always. The road to heaven is narrow. The road to hell is wide. Lots of people travel that wide road. So let's travel the narrow road. And because it's narrow, that's because there's not that many people that travel it, so it won't be so crowded. You won't be bumping into people and stepping on each other's toes, okay? But I want everyone to go to heaven. God wants everyone to go to heaven. So let's do what we need to do to get to heaven. So remember, I just said that we need to know, love, and serve God in order to be happy with him in heaven. So how do we get to know God? Well, we get to know God from the Catholic Church through which God speaks to us. 
Why the Catholic Church? When I was a kid, maybe, I don't know, 12 or 13 years old, my mom showed me some verses in the Bible that absolutely grounded me in my Catholic faith. It's from Matthew chapter 16. I'm going to start around uh, verse 13. It goes like this. Now, when Jesus came into the district of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, who do men say that the son of man is? And they said, some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah, others Jeremiah or one of the prophets. And Jesus said to them, but who do you say that I am? Simon Peter replied, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. And Jesus answered him, blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my father who is in heaven. Okay, and then this is the good part. Verse 18 says, And I tell you, you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. I get excited when I listen to that, because this is the foundation of our faith right here. This explains why we are Catholic. Jesus founded the Catholic Church upon Peter, the very first pope. Go to Wikipedia, go to uh, an encyclopedia at the library, look up popes. And in these secular sources, you will see that Peter is listed as the first pope starting his reign around 33 AD. And about 260 some popes later, we still have the leader of our church, the vicar of Christ, the bishop of Rome, the Holy Father, who leads the Catholic Church to this very day. 2,000 years later, we are still in existence. Jesus' church, the Catholic Church, is still here. 2,000 years later, the gates of hell have not prevailed against it. By the way, do you know that Catholic means universal in Greek? And did you know that the first time someone used the word Catholic was by St. Ignatius of Antioch. He's a father of the church. He wrote a letter to the Smyrnians around 110 AD, and he talked about the term Catholic, universal. The church is open for everyone. This church is meant for everyone. God wishes us all to be one. God desires everyone to be Catholic. It's unfortunate that so many other Christian denominations are out there. They broke away at some point from the Catholic faith. Martin Luther, a Catholic priest back in the 1500s, started the Protestant Reformation. It's called Protestant or Protestant because he protested against the Catholic Church. And it's unfortunate because now so many other Christian denominations are out there and we are not one. The Catholic Church has seven sacraments. These other Christian denominations have a different number of sacraments or maybe no sacraments. They have different ideas on who Jesus is. They have different ideas on what is right and wrong, how we should live our life, what morals we should be living by. And it's unfortunate that we have this division. God desires us to be one, one faith, the one and only true faith that he established on earth, the Catholic faith, the Catholic church. I'll tell you what, I was born and raised Catholic. I am a cradle Catholic. I love the Catholic church. I study the Catholic faith all the time. I'm always reading something about the Catholic faith. When I'm eating my breakfast in the morning, when I come home and glance through my emails, I have a lot of websites that I subscribe to and I get emails from them talking about the Catholic faith. 
I absolutely love it. The more you learn about the Catholic faith, the more you fall in love with it. It's so true. It's happened to so many people. I hear stories about people who are converts or reverts to the Catholic faith. They just they they dive into their faith and they fall in love with it. I want everyone to be in love with their Catholic faith. And it's going to require some work on your part, but it's well worth it. There are so many saints in the past that have died for the Catholic faith because they were in love with the church Jesus founded. They would not deny Jesus, and they gave up their lives for their Catholic faith. Can we get to the point where we love our Catholic faith, that we are willing to die for it? I hope and pray that I am able to reach that point in my life. I love the story about St. Denis. He was a bishop of Paris during the third century, and his preaching was so successful as a bishop. He was converting people to the Christian faith, the Catholic faith. The only Christian faith back then was the Catholic faith. It was the Christian faith. And he was converting people all over the place. And the local pagans, those people that don't believe in God or believe in other gods, they didn't like what St. Dennis was doing, converting people to Christianity. And they had him beheaded. They chopped off his head. But to these pagans' surprise, St. Dennis picked up his head and walked away from the execution site. And he kept preaching the gospel. He was carrying his head, but he was still speaking. Yes, this miracle happened back in the third century. Eventually, this beheading thing did catch up with him, though. And about six miles later, after preaching the gospel to those along the way, he finally collapsed and died. A shrine was eventually built on that site, and it's called the Basilica of St. Denis over there in France. And when you see pictures or statues of St. Denis, you will see him holding his head to commemorate his martyrdom. Okay, so we want to know, love, and serve God. What do we need to know about God? It's basically summed up in the Apostles' Creed. It is a faithful summary of what the Apostles' faith consisted of. This is the Apostles' Creed. Think about every phrase here and think about your faith in all of these phrases. Do you believe in everything that, that you will hear here in the Apostles' Creed. It goes like this. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From there he shall come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. Do you believe all of this? Great. If you believe all of this, you're on your way to knowing, loving, and serving God. In our next podcast, we will talk about how can we love God. In this podcast, we got to know God a little bit better. And knowing God is a lifelong journey because we're always learning more and more about God. But now that we know him better, how can we love him better? My friends, thank you for investing this time to learn more about God. I am praying for you and I'm asking for God's blessings upon you and all your loved ones. So remember, my friends, we are not made for comfort. We are made for greatness. We are made for heaven. Failure to get to heaven is not an option. To not get to heaven is an absolute tragedy. And God's heart burns with love for us to be with him forever. So don't miss out on the opportunity. May God bless you and all your loved ones. I'll see you next time.